Leaders in AI is produced by Robinly, a content platform and community empowering the next generation of AI leaders and entrepreneurs. This episode is a recording of an interview with Charles Ono that took place in NeuroIPS 2019 Vancouver. Charles Ono is an AI researcher and social innovator focusing on the application of machine learning and mobile technologies within healthcare. He is currently a machine learning researcher at Mila, the Quebec Artificial Intelligence Institute. He is also the co-founder and CEO of Ubenwa, an AI startup developing a simple and affordable cry-based tool for early detection of medical conditions in infants. I'm here at NeuroIPS 2019 with Charles Ono. Charles, you're a social innovator and a machine learning researcher. Can you tell us uh, a bit around your interest in healthcare, for example, and what has motivated you to be involved in this area? Yeah, um, thank you, Margaret. <laughs> uh, my, my interest in healthcare is, uh, is quite a personal one. I, I grew up in Nigeria and, and, you know, just growing up, I, it was very easy to see how, you know, if you didn't have a lot of, you know, if you, did, if you weren't above the middle class, you couldn't really afford standard and basic healthcare. The public healthcare system was a mess and is still a mess. And it's only in very, you know, top level private hospitals you could get uh, the kind of care you needed. And so for me, I always wanted to participate in that. I wanted to be a doctor for a long time growing up. And uh, I didn't get to be a doctor because I realized at one point that you needed to give up mathematics to, to right. go and study medicine. And I wanted to do math. And so I, I ended up you know, going to study engineering. Um, and I think fate, I, I didn't plan it, but fate just brought me back into coming to work in healthcare and you know, engineering and machine learning. And, and I feel very fortunate to be like connecting my two loves, you know, mathematics and healthcare and, and trying to make impact with both of them. Right. And then you're currently a machine learning researcher at Mila. So that's the Quebec Artificial, Artificial Intelligence Institute. Yes. Um, what does your research work there involve? Yeah. So my research at Mila has been uh, broadly around um, the, the analysis of physiological signals coming from the human body. So heart rate respiratory um, activity, brain signals, um, and then using this to aid the doctors in making better decisions in the intensive care unit and improving diagnostic systems as well. Right. right. And can you share some more about the current research that you're doing as well? Is any of it featured here at NeuroRips this year? Yeah. So this year at NeuroRips, I do not have a paper, so I'm not presenting this year. Uh, but last year, well, we were presenting our work in, in which um, we are we were analyzing heart rate and respiratory rate signals of mm -hmm. infants in the ICU. So these infants are born premature and they need um, ventilation to support spontaneous breathing, they need mechanical ventilation from, um, from a ventilator. Mm -hmm. And what the doctors have to decide in for these babies is when do they remove the tube that's put in their throat uh, to support breathing? Because the longer the tube stays in, the increased chance of lung disease for the child. But the... the um, but if you remove it too early, it could result to mortality. The child could die because it might not be ready to sustain its own spontaneous breathing. So the idea was, how could we use machine learning to analyze the cardiorespiratory behavior of the babies to determine when is the optimal time to wean the baby from this ventilation system? Right. Um, and so that was the, the workout. So this was a collaboration between Miller and the Montreal Children's Hospital um, Right. And then can you share some more about Ubuenwa, um, this AI startup that you co-founded and you're the CEO of as well? Yeah. yeah. So Ubenwa is, uh, our goal as a startup is to develop low-cost medical devices for 
resource limited settings. Our first product is uh, a mobile app that would analyze baby's cry to predict signs of brain injury. And, and this was something that came out too from work I did in Nigeria, working with NGOs and realizing that uh, birth asphyxia is one of the largest causes of mortality in babies in Nigeria and many developing countries. And the reason is, the reason for most of the mortality is simply because the equipment for early diagnosis is not available. The experts to use this equipment if they were available is just out of reach. And so, and so the, um, through a series of events, you know, uh, on one hand, I had worked previously with um, using the baby's cries to detect emotions in the, in the child, whether it's happy or sad or angry or hungry. Um, and, and, and so with that experience, I came across clinical research that showed that the same region of the brain coordinates speech and breathing. And because of this, we're able to then say that, okay, so if we can use the baby's cry, to diagnose asphyxia, to diagnose this condition that is one of the top three causes of mortality today. And what that means is we could deploy it into cheap devices like phones, like wearables and, and baby monitors. And this would replace $15,000 medical equipment or $20,000 medical equipment that are simply not going to be affordable in many of the clinics and hospitals we are, we are looking at. And so, so at the point where we've developed this app, essentially we've collected data, we've used machine learning to show that this is possible. And we have a, a proof of concept now that we are testing in hospitals, uh, both in Nigeria and in Montreal. Um, uh, we have about six centers, uh, two hospitals and four clinics. And the doctors are working with us now to evaluate it in the field, but also to collect more data to improve the robustness and accuracy of the system. Right. Yeah. And then when it comes to machine learning, what, how does that factor into the, to what you're building out? Yes. So the machine learning component is really in analyzing the baby's cry, the audio signal of the baby. Okay. Because the patterns that are symbolic of normal babies and babies that are at, at risk of brain injury are, are quite different. But these are not things that the human ear can hear. So if you listen to two babies crying, you don't know which one is normal and which one is the one that is suffering from low oxygen supply to the brain. Right. You know, it's hard to hear that. And this is where machine learning comes in. We can look into the, 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 the spectrogram of the audio signals and find out the intricate details, the things that, that differentiate the two groups of babies. And this is the kind, this is what we now, we then develop a model based on this. And it's this model that we use as our decision making tool to say, based on past experience, we can see that this baby shows very high signs of abnormality and is likely at risk of injury to the right. brain. And so at Neurobs this year, what research is exciting you most? Ah, there's, there's, there's so much. <laughs> I've, uh, I've seen so many posters and talks. Um, many have been on, on very theoretical um, findings, which are beautiful in their own way, but I don't know if they're relevant for your, for your viewers or, or listeners. But, it's all relevant. But, but one I really find fascinating, which is you know, just for fun's sake, is the work around vision systems, um, especially augmented reality systems. The, the Snapchat had this demo, if, you, if you've seen it, where... You can go in front of it and then it adds a uh, mask or it gives you hair if you're, if you're a guy or I, I just find it funny and interesting. Like the extent to which we've, um, we've pushed what is real because these things look, look so tangible, but yet they're just a figment of the computer's imagination. Yeah. Uh, I find it nice. And what about any of the paper demonstrations? Were there any the, that you... The demos. I've not, I've not actually had time to go to the demos right. yet. Yeah. Right. So when you think about um, next year in 2020, where do you see major breakthroughs for AI? 
Yeah, so there are many interesting pathways now. One very interesting thing, which I'm also beginning to start looking into myself in my research, is this idea of, um, of, of not just treating data that we, 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 um, we, we use to train machine learning as independent points, but as connected points in a cloud. And to be more specific, considering data as a graph. So when you, you know, look at um, individuals on a social network, for instance, or patients in the hospital system, they're connected in many ways. They're not just independent points. You know, the patients who have um, a type of metastatic cancer are connected to some other patients by either their, their, the kind of cancer they have or the way they got the cancer or, or their age group or the kind of social, social problems they would, they would encounter because, say, they are married, and so on, and so, because this is one of the work I'm doing in, in cancer um, treatment for patients yeah. as well. And so, like, just treating data in this more cohesive way as graph, as graphs, is an interesting direction of the community as a whole. And I want to try and bring this into the work I'm doing with, uh, with physiological signals of patients, and trying to see how we can use that to build a more robust model of of the patients we're working with of the kind of treatments that will be most effective for them and things like that. And that's what you're most excited about for next year? That's one. It's yeah. hard to say what's most. There's, uh, there's a bunch of things. And, and the community is so huge. I get 13,000 people here at New York this mm -hmm. year. Maybe at least half of which are researchers working on thousands of research directions, um, which are all you know, equally exciting or exciting to a great extent. Um, so, so that's one that interests me. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's quite a bunch of other things, uh, but, but yeah, I'll say that one. Oh. Charles, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Thank you for thank you. Leaders in AI is produced by Robinly, a content platform and community empowering the next generation of AI leaders and entrepreneurs. Are you interested in learning more cutting edge AI trends and inspiring business insights from renowned scientists, entrepreneurs, and investors? Subscribe to Leaders in AI podcast or visit our website, Robinly, R-O-B-I-N dot L-Y.